Martin. And I'm Mark. And this is Showtime Shenanigans. How's it going, my dear? It's going terrific, darling. I'm so glad. We've had How is it going, Lan? Well, we've had a bit of a stress of setting up today's situation. With that, we're ready to go. I have a stripe in my hair. I look like Anna from Frozen. All is good in the world. Love that. Um, we have a we have a special guest up here on my bookshelf. If uh, if anyone's watching, I'm just going to show you quickly. So basically, for Christmas, I got Mark and I. Oh, my hair has been messed up. <laughs> I got Mark and I Fabby Dabby dolls of us at Les Mis with our Hagen stars and the Les Mis program. Aren't they adorable? So Mark just said, put them in the background because today's episode is our front of house episode. I'm so glad you got my eye memo there. It was like, please say it because I'm not. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about all things front of house as much as we can talk about front of house stuff. Yeah. Because I don't want to spill any like real steamy tea. Oh, I've yeah, yeah. We have a Facebook page now <gasps> and I realise I'm friends with so many people from Limits on Facebook. The actual show, like the cast, and I sent my invitation out to everyone. Oh no! Oh my god! Yes, when I so I set up a Facebook page, um, like a few weeks ago when this episode comes out, and yeah, it, when you set it because I set it up like I did it and then made Mark an admin, and when you set it up, it says invite people to like your page, and I was just like, yes, all eight hundred ninety of my friends or whatever, because why the hell not? Everyone does it to me. I might as well do it to them. You, oh my god, I didn't think about that. I've got like Harry Atts on Facebook. I've got. I, oh no, that's not good. <laughs> that's really embarrassing. Oh, can I like delete the 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 record? Oh, no. It's been way too long now, boo. <laughs> oh dear, that's really embarrassing. Anyway, front of house episode. We've been wanting to do this since season one it was one of our original like original plans i did in on the list i'm really like saliva today i'm really sorry nasty but someone requested it last week well for our day friend ellie so we thought it's about time we actually do it because the main reason we didn't do it last time is we didn't know when we're going back but now we're unemployed. We don't have a job with them. So we can just spill all the tea, even though we really want to go back when we open yeah. again. We're but not going to say anything <laughs> that we think will actually get us fired, even though we haven't, we're haven't. we not employed. But you know what I mean. Maybe They're just like, blacklist of people like not to be employed. Yeah, it's like DMT's blacklist. We're not going to be hired by them ever again. It's fine. We'll go over to Lloyd Weather. Fine. No. No, I will take a job from anyone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Desperate side of me aside. Um, what do you want? Do you want to do the segments first? Do you want to do the segments in the middle? What's the situation? I feel like we should do segmentes first. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I clap. I'm really sorry. That was a bad clap. It wasn't like a clap I did earlier. It was proper like a slap. It was a, it was a good clap on my end. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll listen back to the audio later on. I'll let you know. Great. 
fabulous. Okay, so then... as you can tell, we've ditched the headphones and the microphones oh. because it just didn't work out. Bad. The the microphone and headphone situation is a good setup, but the mic I think is just not the dodge. Good enough. Yeah. We tried it out. It looked cool. I might just wear it for the memes. <laughs> um, but we're not continuing with the microphone situation. Can everyone not be in, like messaging me when I like no messages all day? As soon as we're doing this, I get all the messages in the world. Wow, well, that's lovely for you. My plane's about to arrive, but it's chill. Oh, <laughs> okay. So segments. Here we go. Key change of the week. I feel like I need an actual like tune that I sing that because every week it's a different tune. Key change of the week. Change of the week. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, Harry Apps might be watching, so I need to like keep my cool now <laughs> just in case. Okay. And also, our manager might be watching. Hi, Laura. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yeah, forgot I had her on Facebook until she liked the page. That's embarrassing. Anyway, um. Key change of the week is get out and stay out from nine to five. I've been having a little rem- reminisce recently about nine to five and Mamma Mia and all like the the best shows basically. Just getting emotional. All the, all like the cheesy shows. They're not cheesy. No, they're, they're not. They're cheesy in a good way. It's like good cheese. Yeah. Like Gorgonzola. Not not that kind of situation. I was gonna think we're talking, we're talking like good, good we- mature cheddar. Rather than Red Leicester. I'm joking. No, not Red Leicester. Anyway, <laughs> um, Get Out and Stay Out. Pretty epic song. It's uh, Judy. Mark, mm, help uh, Yes, it is. Yes, it is Judy. Just checking. I've only seen it once, so. It's definitely Jay Block. And I was like, wait, no. <laughs> Judy. <laughs> no, character name. Judy's like big, belty number. Um, and. It's just pretty great. So it's like after she has the little bridge in the middle and it's really like pinkly and Yeah, like it samples nine to five. Does it? Wait. Wait. Maybe it doesn't. It sounds like that middle bit doesn't sound like the rest of the song. It sounds like it samples another song in the show. Anyway, not important to the not story. Important, but anyway, it is. The bridge is great. But anyway, it's like this slow, tinkly bit. And then she's like, da, 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 do, 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 And then goes, I'm not going to do that. Um, don't want to deafen everyone. But she just does this big old bell. Into, and that's the key change. And it's just so good. I feel like I need to watch the film. Oh, it's a great film. I ha- well, I have seen it, but I mean, I need to watch it again. I need to get it on DVD. I had to find it online recently and not good quality. Not good quality at all. Anyway, fact of the week, Mark? Yes. So today's fact is about the icon, the legend, the mythical Julie Andrews. The mythical? She's not, she's not a unicorn. She is to me. <laughs> okay. I do not know. Fabulous. I've got an itch. What? The rain coming down hard. Oh, it stopped here. I can't hear it. And I can't really hear it on yours either. So it's well, that's good. It's just about to come through the roof. So that's great. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so as some of you might know, Julie Andrews, the legend, was in, this, in the film The Sound of Music. 
Um, as part, well, throughout doing the film, she met the the real Maria van von von Trapp. There you Va- go. Van Trapp, von Trapp. And because obviously the sound of music is based on a real story. If you didn't know, real story, real people, real humans. Life. I I actually didn't know that. Oh. I, knew, well, I, I know the war was real, but I didn't know like obviously I didn't know that it was actually a real story, like real characters. So that's. Fact, obviously, there's, obviously, there's many artistic licenses taken. Oh, yeah, though. The, yes, there is a real Maria Von Trapp. Oh. And instead of, although instead of being seven Von Trapp children, there's a, there's actually ten. Oh my god! <laughs> good lord. It's all good. Anyway, but that's not that's not the fact. The fact is that Julie Andrews and Maria Von Trapp yodeled together. They met, and there's a video of them yodeling together. Stop it iconic there's a video yeah remind me to google that one i will oh goodness gracious okay <clears throat> i'm feeling a bit i'm a little bit like bunged up and i don't know what you've, you've already spoken about this come on quick <laughs> no no i just I'm, uh, I'm i'm i think i've lost it oh i'm wiggling oh i'm so sorry what nothing Okay, you looked at me weird. I didn't know what to do. You right. Very high, so I was like, oh god. I can't get the angles right. I want to slouch, but it makes me small, like down here. That's fine. And if I get up properly, I'm like yep. out of shot. That's down. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> okay, so this week's actor of the hour, our new segment, very exciting, uh, is Julie Andrews, which is why Mark gave us that fact. Is there another segue? We should have done, we should have done, seg, we should have hmm. done, other way around, we should have done Act of the Hour, then Fun Fact, and then... Mm, we should have, oh well, we've done it now. Um, And I've just realised I spelled professional wrong in the book, so that's great. So, June Andrews, back in whenever, whatever year it is, I don't actually know, she's been around forever. She did her training at Cone Ripman School, which is now Arts Ed. Love that. Yeah. Um, and she also, she also did singing like oh, I've already messed up. Singing lessons with Madame Lillian Styles Allen. Woo! Okay. So basically her mum and her stepdad were like performers. Um, and they used to do like small shows. Not like I think they did like their own show. Um, so she started performing with them when she was quite young, just like spontaneously, they'd like get her on and be like, here's our daughter. So that's kind of her introduction to theatre. Um, and her professional debut was in a show called Starlight Roof, uh, which was at the Hippodrome. And then her West End debut was now, I mean, this, this is a word. I don't know if I can say it, but we're going to go with it. Princess Badrulbador. Maybe. In Aladdin, anyway. Her professional debut was in Aladdin. Um, uh, her West End debut, sorry. Oh, Jesus, it's all going wrong. Uh, okay. So, now this is my favourite thing. When I tell you this is legit, I'm going to die. So, <laughs> theatre roles include... <laughs> so good the egg in Humpty Dumpty (laughs) yes nailed it absolutely 
nailed it. That's all you want. <laughs> That's what I would audition for, for sure. Um, <laughs> sorry, Polly Brown in The Boyfriend uh, on Broadway. Just so you know, Eliza Doolittle in the original My Fair Lady on Broadway, which I will come back to at a later point because there is something about that. And Queen Guinevere in Camelot. Um, and then she's done so many films. I think she's more famously known for her films, but obviously a lot of film actors, especially in musical films, start off on the- in theatre or transition to theatre. So film roles include Mary Poppins, obviously, Disney's Mary Poppins. Um, Emily Barham Bar- in The Americanization of Emily. Maria in The Sound of Music, obviously. Millie in Thoroughly Modern Millie, which I did not know because oh, I haven't seen good. it, because I am trash. Um, Gillian <laughs> uh, Fairchild in That's Life and Queen Clarice in The Princess Diaries. <laughs> That's good films, honestly. Iconic. So. Uh, also Shrek. Isn't she? She is in Shrek. I forgot about that. She's the you queen. Play- yes. Um, Fiona's mum. That's the one. I can't. I don't know her name. I just know her as the Queen. Yeah. Um. So, fun fact: she uh, has been in two of Hollywood's most expensive flops, <laughs> um, which was Star and Darling Lily, which is great. Um. I'm gonna quickly. So I I made the mistake of being like, ah, oh, I know what'd be interesting. Let's write down every single award she's ever won. Didn't realize how many it was. We're gonna quickly whiz through these. I'm gonna. No interruptions, okay? We're going to win. So, she won an Oscar for Mary Poppins. She won Golden Globes for Victor Victoria, World Film Favourite, Henrietta Award, The Sound of Music, and Mary Poppins. <laughs> she won an Emmy uh, for Broadway, The American Musical, and The Julie Andrews. Ow! Ooh. Uh, she won a BAFTA for Outstanding British Contribution to Cinema, and Mary Poppins, you know. Then Euphoria Awards. Um, she just got one for her career. It was an honorary award, being like, great career, well done. She won David D. Donatello Awards for Victor Victoria and the Sound of Music. She won a Gold Derby, which was just the Life Achievement Award, bro. She's won a Grammy. Wait, she's won two Grammys, my bad. No, three. <laughs> Julie Andrews's collection of poems, songs, and lullabies. Lullabies. <laughs> uh, and Mary Poppins, that's two. I can count, well done. She's won a Hasty Pudding Theatrical Award. <laughs> uh, she just got Woman of the Year, which I mean, iconic. Uh, Kansas City Film Critics Circle for Victor Victoria. Las Vegas Film Critics Society Lifetime Achievement Award. Brilliant. Laurel Award for Female Star, which I think isn't a film. I think just Female Star. Uh, and then for Thoroughly Modern Millie, Santa Music and Mary Poppins. Uh, Online Film Critics Society, she got Lifetime Achievement Award, legend. San Sebastian International Film Festival, another Lifetime Achievement Award. Screen Actors Guild Award, Lifetime Achievement, brill. The Kennedy Center Honors, she got a Kennedy Center Honor. People would have guessed that. <laughs> uh, Venice Film Festival, she got a Korea Golden Lion. How exciting. And Woman in Film, Crystal, she got the Crystal Award. Oh, that felt like so many more when I was writing it out. Andrews. Huh? See you and Julie Andrews. Well done. For sure. Ooh, 
And I felt like so many when I was writing it out, but it literally, like, not even two pages there is worth. quite a few. I, I mean, it's a lot of awards. I mean, when I was writing it out, it took so long. And I've okay. read it, like, quickly. Anyway, so, in 1997, Julie Andrews had to have surgery to remove a non-cancerous, thank God, uh, nodules from her throat, which caused permanent damage that destroyed the purity of her singing voice and gave her a rasp in her general speaking voice. So she she can't really sing anymore. She can't do her Mary Poppins, her... Maria. Maria. She can't do any of those anymore, unfortunately. Which I think is why she's done a lot more, like, film, just general film in the 2000s. Yeah, and for those of you who might have eagle-eared or eyed, you might have realised she's in Bridgerton, well, you won't have seen her, but she's in Bridgerton and she voices the character of... Lady Whistledown. 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 Just the way she said it, she's like, whistle. Whistle." I mean, she's posh as... She's posh as P.S. (laughs) Okay, anyway. 1979, she was awarded a star on Hollywood Walk of Fame. Well deserved. In 2000, she was made a dame. Rightly so. Thank you. By Queen Elizabeth II for services to the performing arts. And that is all I have. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Woo! So that's Julie Andrews in a short little nutshell. Oh, wait, did I not write the fun fact? Oh, basically. Sorry, one more thing. So she did, she played Eliza Doolittle, obviously on Broadway. um, And then she was considered for the film, but they chose Audrey Hepburn because I think it was because she already had an Oscar. So they were like, oh, she's more well-known. She's going to bring in the audience. I mean, they both would have been great. But I mean, Audrey Hepburn is iconic in that film. So, but yeah, that's your fun. That's another fun fact. I don't know why I didn't write it down. That's weird. Should we get cracking? Let's get cracking. Okay, so... <laughs> We're going to get started. Um, the first thing I want to, I want to do a general explain quickly of our situation so that some of these stories make sense. So basically, Mark and I live far away. We drive about 40 minutes to the train station because it's cheaper train ticket there. We go up on the train uh, to Victoria and then we would get the tube from Victoria to Green Park and then walk from Green Park to Piccadilly because it's shorter. It's basically like it, it, it's, it's worth doing rather than changing and walking through like 10 miles of underground to get on the Piccadilly line. So that I, is what we would I do. I still hate that you're right, but yeah. You are? I still hate that you're right, but yeah. Haha, <laughs> yes, he didn't believe me for a while. And I was like, look, there is no point us walking underneath the, in the underground from Piccadilly, like to, to get to go to Green Park and then changing tubes. We might as well just walk down to Green Park. That is the situation I just wanted to explain. On the way home, we would run from stage door at the theatre, run to Green Park, because some nights, only only some nights, because if we got out of the building before, for, uh, before 10.47, very specific, if we got out before then, we could run to Green Park, get on the tube, get to Victoria and manage to get the 2306 train rather than the 2336, which makes a whole load of difference. Mm. Getting home at like before 1am and half one. Or like, 
Yeah, I mean, we got no get home because it wasn't. It was like it was either get home at one o'clock or he's got home like quarter to two. Almost quarter to two most nights. Yeah. Like proper bad. It's a big difference, and when you've got two shows the next day as well, like you know. So that was our situation. I just wanted to explain briefly for some of the so some of the stories. You know, you know our journey and all that. Do you want to go first? Well, I'm going to tell a story about the trains for now mm. because we'll a little bit later on when the teas really getting a spill. <laughs> I think my first story is going to have to be about doing lockup. Oh, yeah. Because that's the job I did not think would be available to us, or the job I even thought about having in the theatre. Yeah. I didn't know what kind of the overtime situation would be. Like I didn't even know there really, really was overtime. I just thought you kind of just did the show and then went home and that was it. Yeah, I did. I I thought there might be some overtime because most jobs have overtime, but I didn't know what it would be. Yeah or if it'd be available for us so anyway anyway so there was like about six of us um, yeah we like rotated we in turns to do who did lock up and it was me and Lottie were a pair obviously um we needed two front of house and then the firefighter man that we I mean you could have done it one person but it was easier with two anyway. yeah here we are um so you had to have the two people huh Legally, I think you had to have two front of house because you had to have one or whoever it was because you had to have them going down at the same time on the levels to make sure, yeah. That, like, yeah, carry on. Not not important, but I didn't know that was a job that was available, and it was just kind of really fun to just see behind the stage and like what, like actually see like behind this is a theatre. Because luckily, I mean, weirdly for us, obviously we had Carrie Fletcher in the show with Atle Mears, so we saw backstage footage. And like before her like walk down, but like never would I ever thought in my wildest dreams that I'd ever like, and that's really like sad, but like get to walk down like the same stairs, the <laughs> corridor, and like see like things. And, and costumes. Yeah. Oh, that was epic. Sorry, Karen. In the room, you got like a good look at the view room. Or sometimes you just kind of help turn like a light off. <laughs> or like you t- go in the toilet, you turn the toilet off, and you just make sure there's no like the windows are closed and all that. It was, <laughs> it was honestly so much fun it was great fun i loved it so, yeah. which is really weird but um here we are anyway so we would yeah we would do that and sometimes one of us we, we swap sides because one one side you kind of have more fun the other side you're literally gonna wait that you're like you're like um on the radio like can, can we go can we do it down to the next floor yet or <laughs> What's the situation? It's, it was so, uh, towards the, when you got to the right to the bottom, you ended up in Wardrobe Village. Oh. And that was the best place. Because there was just costumes upon costumes upon cons- costumes. It was so cool. Iconic. Like, I wish we would have been allowed to, like, take a photo. Or, like, oh, so cool. We probably would have been able to, but, like, we definitely shouldn't have. So we definitely didn't. Yeah, I feel like that would be like I wouldn't want to like risk it. No, not at all. No. I don't know where the cameras are. <laughs> I don't want to get told off. I'd be. But yeah, really cool. And I just really that was one of the parts about working in a theatre I didn't even think about. Yeah. <laughs> and so. um, didn't wasn't Carrie there one time, Mark? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell that story because I don't want to start any like drama. There's not drama. I know, but it's I don't, I don't want to start like bragging about my amazing life. So let's no. just move. <laughs> I, 
I'll I'll tell it, but not really. Basically, Carrie was there a bit later on her her last night before she was leaving, and Mark saw her. She was like, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> probably all the cast are gone, and that's why I'm locking up, obviously, to check no one's in the building. If the girl was left behind. You have to be like, "Hi, can you get out? <laughs> can you leave?" Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> we were waiting for her to leave, and she hadn't. So I had to go up and be like, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> okay shall I go next yes. so obviously I told my story about the taxi lady last week iconic um, so as I previously mentioned we used to run <laughs> we... <laughs> oh this story is it about the C.H. Fletcher again <laughs> yeah it is it's like my favourite thing so we used to run from stage door the swan dime so i i don't really know road names basically so you'd run behind we'd run behind the building and then you'd kind of cross over and you'd get to where the apollo um not apollo victoria the apollo theater was and you'd run through like down that back road past their stage door and then there was this little like light trail with like all these pretty lights in the trees and stuff and then you'd run past piccadilly theater you'd cross over all the middle bits and you'd run down green to green park station like down one straight road that was our system that was the route the one time one time we were like right let's go we were running and we got to just got to where the light the pretty lights are anyone that like knows kind of theater land you know the light it's like people take photos there it's not the archway light so i'm yet to see those i just i don't know where that is um london oh Anyway, so we just got to that bit, and all of a sudden I was like, Mark is not running next to me. What the hell? Where's he gone? So I turned around. And I was like, Mark, what are you doing? And Lord shouted up the road, like, Mark. I actually was like, Mark, what are you doing? You missed the train. So I like stopped and was like walking because he was walking. I was like, Mark, come on, gal, get it together. And then he like sprinted. He like started running again. I was like, brilliant. And then, <laughs> and then I just heard. From behind me, I just heard, yes, you run for that train, girl, or something like that. You go, girl, you run for that train, something like that. And I was like, thanks. And I was like, great, brilliant. And then Mark later told me on the tube that um, it was Carrie and her friend Scott Page. Um, and Carrie I wasn't just. Running past him, I didn't want to have that's, a why, that's why he stopped running because it was. Like, he, <laughs> Um, she was wearing her iconic coat, like I should have realised, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but no, I didn't. I just was running. I was in the zone. I was ready. I was like, I need to get that 2306. Did we get the train? No, we didn't. Because we got Burger King and said it was our own fault. We we gave up after that. No, I'm joking. We probably no, got, no, the, we got the train. We were, we were all golden. We were dandy. But we were just, we smelt Burger King. And we're like, well, we have to get it. And then we missed the train for like a second. And we were like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I love that for us, but yes that's just the memory that like it's not even part of the job it was just it's one of the things that made the job for us was the sprinting to the station like it's something that we will always be like oh yeah do you remember when we used to literally run to the train station every day um nearer the end we used to pretty much do it every day like we were we were good audio it was good it was i, I was well fit like we I used to be working every day but we're losing the weight straight away anyway so it's all we down we would have got it if we had more money but yeah just something i will always remember carrie told me that i should run for that train 
just ugh. if I'd have known I'm I am mortified. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, another little story little little nugget. Um I don't know what I've got so many stories to tell. This is a problem. I want I want like to tell interesting ones. Because there are so many things that came to my mind, but they're not like all like crazy interesting to like viewers. But um people want to know what is actually I mean, happening. This, this story is something we shouldn't have been doing, but we definitely all did. Oh god. What have this, you done? We'd have the screen on. So that there was a screen of like a live playing of the show. So if there was any latecomers or any people around the theatre, they knew which part of the show we're at, and if they're latecomers or they came out, they could watch the show and then go in at the suitable times. Yeah. I've got a story about latecomers coming on later on. It's all good oh, fun. God. I'm sorry. Um, latecomers. Anyway, so the latecomers room, we, we'd all like kind of, there's the bench and we'd all sit there. Not everyone on that level would sit there. Yeah. And sometimes depending on what kind of day we're feeling, what was, who was on stage, what was going on. Sometimes we kind of um, listen to the two, four, six, oh, yeah. judged on a scale of one to ten how, I mean, how it was. Because some days you had a good like nine and some days you had a really bad like minus four. <laughs> it was just... Just one of those days where you just don't quite hit it and you're like, oh. Depending on who was on, sometimes it was even worse. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those notes, isn't it? It's just one of those notes that you know you could be the best actor in the world. I'm sure Alfie Bow has hit that note a few times in a bit of a dodgy place, and he's like, "Oh, well." <laughs> well, there we go. Do you fall sick there? You know what? It's, it's when John Robbins like transitioned from fully belting it out at the start of the run, and literally by the end of the three months that we were there, it he's like. It was before we actually opened. He was like, he "Yeah, I can't." Do that. <laughs> he was like, "I'm not doing that every day." <laughs> what? <laughs> he, he would falsetto it instead of like belting it because it just blessed him. It must be hard. It, yeah. He must, dress, he must dress red dread it more than bring him home. Bring him home so easy. I mean, it's not, but like it is compared to like a two four six. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, at least you've got the whole song to like redeem yourself if you do a bum note. 24601 is like done and dusted in two seconds. Literally. But yeah, that, yeah, we did, we, we wouldn't judge and be like, oh, they're terrible. It would just be more of like, oh, we've got an understudy, let's see how they compare, sort of thing. Or we'd like 2461. Lip sync as well, that was great fun. Or then sometimes we change the lyrics to make them a bit funner. I'm not going to go into details, but like. When you've been a show, 88 times or if you're mark 90 times it, you know it gets a lot you have to change it up for yourself <laughs> it's not even that it's just someone would say something they were just like in, in, in the head they just hear a different lyric and they would say it and then that's that check i can't yeah. hear the song the other way now um yes yeah, some of them were slightly rude anyway moving on <laughs> um how are we for time by the way mark we're doing dandy because I don't know what is going on. Okay, brilliant. I'll, I'll, I'll do some signals if we need to. Okay. The next two, uh, the, there's two that are like related and they're quite short, so I'm doing them together. So, do you mind? are just not about the job. It's just like the behind the scenes of the job. <laughs> I, I'm getting there. So, 
two moments that are very special to me and Mark. <laughs> Mark and I, sorry, correct English over here. Um, our train journeys. Now, I mean, <laughs> we had some people. Okay. With hope this so, story. The first situation is this. Tuesday evening. Picture the scene. Tuesday evening, half eleven at night. Oh, come, on. Oh, come on, me proper scene. It was Tuesday evening. It was it dark. Was a dark it was Tuesday evening in the middle of January. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, it was there. So, I mean, it was, yeah. You know, half 11 or maybe like quarter to 12, whatever. And we were sitting in a four and there was a pit, there was a like a two behind us and then like next to them, there was a four. So it was like diagonally behind us, there was another four, basically, is what I'm trying to get at. And there were some people that got on, I think they got on at Clapham Junction and they got off at East Croydon. So, you know, not not a particularly long journey for them but it is a bit of a it's a bit of a journey between those two stations like it's not five minutes or two minutes like it is from Victoria to Clapham it's like you know good solid 15 minutes and they were loud and chatting and singing and one of them had a pint glass and was banging it on the table and I was like okay calm calm it calm it pint glass mate i i'm still triggered by the wine glass um and sorry i'm just trying to sort out my charger um and i mean now that i've been sorting your life out anyway carry on please they were being very loud and i put up with it for like eight minutes i'm gonna say and then i was like do you know what i'm so tired and this is through my head in so eventually and i could tell people around like some people would move carriages like you know we would have but we were exhausted (laughs) and we were cozy and we were there first okay (laughs) um no so I just like I just stood up and I like kind of went over to their table like didn't make a scene I just was quiet you know went over to them rather than shouting it from you know and I was like hi um I uh I was just gonna ask could you maybe be a little bit quieter just because me and my friend we've had a long day at work like we are tired um you know, I just was wondering if you could maybe keep the noise down just a little tiny bit. Not not saying don't enjoy yourself because, you know, and they were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And, you know, they were a little bit rough, I'm going to say. And they might have been drinking. Um, definitely yeah. been drinking, actually. Now I think about something that's later that they rough. said. Um, and they were like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not even joking. The second I sat down, it was like they thought I couldn't hear them. And they were like, oh, she's so on her high horse. (laughs) And we're not even being that loud. And they also were like, we're trying to enjoy ourselves. It's a Friday night. I was like, mate, it's Tuesday. (laughs) They were adults behave. And you were like, we're also adults. It's not how we behave. When they said, like, they kept repeating, they were like, we're not even being that loud, shouting down the train. We're not even being that loud. I just turned around. I was like, are you joking? That's where it all went wrong. Oh, Lucky God. Fun. My mum was calling. So sorry about that. My mum rung me. Here we are. Anyway. Yeah. Anywho. So, and they were saying, um, this is how adults behave. And then it's Friday evening. And we were like, no, it's Tuesday. And this is not how adults behave. Because clearly yeah. no one around you is behaving the way you are behaving. Yeah. Anyway. When they, they but when they said, oh, all right. No, hun, come on. We've been in the story for a good five minutes already. Let's speed up. Yes, I know. I was getting there, mate. Right. So when they said... We're not even being that loud. I was like, are you joking? And then we got into a fight. And they said, this is how adults behave. And I was like, no, no, no adult <laughs> behaves like this. I am an adult. <laughs> I am. I'm like, oh, you, but I am an adult. <laughs> um, 
and I said oh, what did I say I said something and they were livid they were like oh what was it I have it in my notes on this phone and I can't check gutted but it was like a great bet <laughs> it was drama they called us the c-word they whipped mark with their charger <laughs> and then well, yeah they, they got off stood next to us and still shouted and i was like sat there like help <laughs> I, I was literally sat there just like and then i i, I, I eventually i cut enough because they were having a full go at you and i was like look yeah mark didn't really get involved he kind of just had his hood up I'm and was very like, un- you know, I was like, I'm not getting involved in this, but they just and they kept having go at you. And I was like, you know what? I can't deal with it anymore. So I was like, guys, look, shut the f- up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, like your your point is totally invalid. Like you're literally just shouting at us, shouting at her, but asking you to be quiet, which is a very reasonable request. It's also the law not playing music on the train because you're playing it very loudly. Like it's like literally like public laws and rules are like don't yeah, play loud, don't play loud music or don't do that. Not okay don't like if someone like respect you know, you know people. how an adult would behave <laughs> you know? but i was just kind of like look no stop and then off because it's way before it was way before he's called it and i was like there he's gonna be sitting next to us the whole time yeah we're getting off at three bridges <laughs> i'm gonna get off gatwick airport i'm done okay yeah, they stood because we were right next to where the doors were, so they stood in that like middle bit, and then they like whipped Mark with their charge. I think it was an accident, but still, I was like, "Excuse me." But yeah, they, they, they were just—they just weren't good people, and they just really wanted to just oh. for no real reason. I just remembered. I said to them, "I was like, if you're a decent human being, you would not be calling me those things or whatever." And they were like, "We are decent human beings." And I was like, "But you're not though. This, this is the situation." <laughs> And then the other train story was there were some girls that diagonally opposite us again. And there were some guys that like directly next to us in the other four seat. And they were like being a bit loud, but like chill. The two guys were also in like full on suits as well. They were, like, they were like posh. And we were on our way back. I was wearing my dungarees. I was reading my book. I was like living my best life. They were being loud, but just like chatting. It wasn't like a drama like the other one. So I wasn't going to be like, can you shut up? Because it wasn't really affecting me. It but they had McDonald's. <laughs> They had McDonald's and um, this one girl just started like flicking the ice cubes out of her drink and it kept going on to the guys. And at one point I just looked to the side and was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just looked because obviously it caught my eye that ice oh, cubes were like, really, flying. Really angry. Yes. And they got very angry at that. And this one girl was like, Are you, do you have a problem or whatever? And I was like, no, I just, no, 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 it's fine. And she was like, oh, look at her, just reading her book thinking she's so important. I was like. Felt John's biography, but whatever. <laughs> um, and then this is so sad because, like, I would not want to waste it, but they chucked their burgers at us. Also, we both really wanted Mackie's. We were contemplating getting it on the way home. There's a drive-through near us, and they chucked their McDonald's burger no, at us. They chucked lettuce at me, and I was like, "You were, you did, you said you were like, what the f?" That was another time I, I swore at. A, person it doesn't help your point but i was just so done actually to be fair also you weren't facing them either you were facing me and i was facing like them i guess no no i was facing them that's why they saw me look you were on the other side i don't know if they knew you were there until you said what the f (laughs) (laughs) excuse me because they flicked like an ice cube at me and i was like 
Come yeah, on. and then it was the leftists, and then they fully threw their burgers. Like there was a print on the window well, of burgers. Lettuce, that, that last, when they threw the lettuce, I was like, then, then I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and then there was a literal burger stores on my dungarees and on the window. <laughs> it, it, it was like. <laughs> and that time we did move carriages because we had no idea where they were getting off. <laughs> and also, it's not real bad. It did. It was awful. And needless to say, we were put off McDonald's. We did not go to McDonald's on the way. <laughs> we were like, it's too triggering. Can't do it. Um, so, the, you know, it's not all fun and games, guys, if you have that kind of a job. <laughs> that transport is not the one. However, let's let's focus the stories from actually the job, Rob, because we talk about front of house stories, not train drama. Look, it's part of the job, Mark. It is part, part of the job. Your job. It's not part of everyone's job because I have so many other memories and things to talk about from the actual oh, job. Now on, they are front of house stories. So you go. Okay. So, um, let's look at my list. So, um, just a little fun little. I hope there's so, there are so many like little fun things to talk about, like the job of working front of house. But I want to talk about late front of house is. Huh. Did we even explain what front of house is in case no one knows? Also, well, actually, just just a little fun nugget as well. Me and Lottie had the same job, but our jobs were completely different as well, all at the same time. Like Lottie yep. did those nights where she looked after people that needed help, and yep. I was everything apart from access really and bar. I, I did I did the other things as well, but most of the time because there was only four access people, we alternated, and so most of the time I was access. Yeah, but I did all the other jobs apart from bars and access oh yeah we didn't get bars like a completely different people anywho but that's just a little fun fact about front of house as well so front of house is do you either have to uh, in our case because it's different at every theatre mm-hmm. um, same company weird <laughs> anyway, so um what was i saying yeah so the front of house job there's like different parts of it so there's like the tickets there's the merch selling there's like doors. Uh, doors there's ice creams there's yes so everything how, how it works at ours because it could be relevant is if you were selling you sat in in the first 10 minutes of the show and then when the late first late comers point is where people were brought in if they were late the people that are on ticket swap with you and they sit in for the rest of the show so it doesn't work like that at every theatre, but that's how it was at R1. And a lot of DMT ones probably were a similar situation. And depending on what door you were on, you did different things as well. You were either completely on doors only. Sometimes you went and sat in different places. It was a whole shebang. What is your story? So much <laughs> about latecomers and um, just the ability for people to turn up so late and be like, oh, is there not ads? <laughs> not a cinema. Like, they'd be like, oh, they're not ads here, and I'm like, no. Like, do you not? Like, the the fact it it blows my mind that people think there are ads at a theatre. And yeah. if you're one of the people, what are you doing, you're like? Yeah. There are not ads. The show starts at the time it says on the ticket. So I can't read my own notes. This is why I'm making weird faces. My bad. Really? Anyway, so the show starts at this time it says on the ticket. That's just how it is. Anyway, oh. so um, we had latecomers all the time because that's just how it is. Um, and um, obviously we had to radio the people inside asking, if the, are these seats free? Yeah. 
because their seats need to be free so they can go sit in them. <laughs> and the amount of times they'd be like, oh, the seats aren't free, and I'd be like, brilliant. Well, we're going to come in anyway, and the person that's in the seat can move. No, a lot of the time you'd have to ask the manager and be like, can we move? Can we put these well, people yeah, in that seat? But there are some times where someone actually... It's funny when you're sat inside the theatre, like inside the auditorium, and you check the seats, and they see you checking, and they're like... They, they know. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not meant to be here. <laughs> You're like, really? Um, you know, when someone's like slightly moved closer to the middle because they that seat's free and they're like, oh, it's closer to the middle. It's a better view. No. Uh, move. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, so there'd be so some, anyway, and the, the, the ability for people to turn up literally at the second you take the people down. And you can't make them wait another like 15 minutes. You just have to tell them, just risk, you have to radio really quickly, like, yeah, we just got another late comer. You're risking this one because they're not waiting till Master of the House. Yeah, or no, it's until after I dreamed a dream. Oh, yeah. My bad. Oh, kind of with Master of the House, really, isn't it? No, no. no. The lovely late. Oh. No, it's Don't worry. It's fine. So, just give me like little secrets there. Um. Anyway, so the joys of having to tell everyone to turn their phone off or like don't use their phone as a torch oh me um, and so i'm gonna take i'm gonna take to the person that's furthest away then we're at the front <laughs> so sorry. i'm gonna keep telling the story you can be in the dark cool <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry we have a lucky situation anyway so the person that's like nearest the front, I took right at the, begin- right at the front of the queue, and the person that's at the back, I left them at the back of the queue. I, yeah. I, didn't. I, I did it the other way around. The people that are at the back, I had them at the front, and then kind of worked my way down. Depends what level you're on as well. So I could be like, you're here, go, go, go. Yeah, if I was in the stools, it was the front. The people that are the, people that are at the back were at the front of the queue, so I could just kind of work my way down. The worst is being people in the front row. Uh, yes. That's pretty bad. I've done that. Because then you have to go, yeah, I had it as well. You have to go down to the front, you literally have to stand against the stage. Everyone can see you. And it's and you have like it's like 15 second like a blackout. But most of the time, by the time you got down to the front in the stalls, you were way too late. And it was like the diddle dun, diddle dun. At the end of the day, you have a day older. And it was always just so they said another day older, I was almost like, and go. <laughs> I'm here. No, I mean, I mean, I had that as in I was a latecomer and I was on the front row. Oh, oh yes, you have. The one of the two times I've ever been late for a show and I was front row at Mamma Mia. And it, it was like the thing is though, there was no latecomer point, or like they didn't take us in on a latecomer point. I don't think we just went in like halfway through. Thank you for the music, and I was like, they're literally singing. Well, obviously, I didn't do the job then, and I didnn't know. But like, so I. I I'm going to ask you if we put this in a ne- like next week's video or something like that, but we talk about latecomers because I've got some funny latecomer stories. Oh, okay. Just in general for like just stories, but we don't, I don't have enough time right now to talk about them all. I but, don't know next week's episode is. Oh, yes, I do. It works. I'll tell you after. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Anyway, so um, it was it was always the worst because you, you you were like sweating and you also knew you were about to be sat in for the next hour so you had to like pair yourself mentally for that as well it was so the all and run down and be like go 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 and at the beginning the doors were like really old and they would slam all the time or they'd let like, a bunch of light in and the person at the sound desk would get so pissed at us like slamming the door over slightly i'm like 
Yeah. But also the amount of people that just didn't close, like, so there's curtains on the, the outside of the auditorium to close in front of the doors. So if people come in, the oh, light didn't come in with them. And the, amount of people, the amount of people that would forget would drive me insane, especially the secret gents in the grand, because <laughs> there are curtains. There are, there are curtains there. And at one point in the show, they really need to be closed because a fire officer comes through those doors and then there's a massive, like, Jesus moment. And, like, of from the door. Oh, okay. Well, far from the Jesus moments section of the story. For the first <laughs> of, of my time at Les Mis, I was this in the ground. Huh? This was our first night. Yeah, this was our first opening night. And this, we had a whole week and a half of training. And every single day, they were like, do not do a Jesus moment. Do not do it. Do not even think about doing it. Like they told us how to like go through the door. Yeah, to... how to slide through the curtain. And <laughs> for some ungodly reason, the person I was paired with for the opening night, they swung the doors open, swung the curtains open, and paraded through with all the latecomers. And my heart <laughs> it was so good <laughs> I wish I could have filmed it because it yeah. was a moment Basically, also, I, I had no late cameras she only had two late cameras so I couldn't really help her out because they're around her side anyway uh, but just so you know it's like a quick explanation of what the Jesus moment is basically you have the two curtains and you, obviously you can open them in the middle but that lets in all the lights so what you're meant to do is slide through the, the edge of the curtain like get everyone to go through the edge of one of the curtains so it's not letting all the light in but yeah she fully went Wah! and opened the curtains also, in the middle on some, level, on some levels there's this like like nook kind of thing so you can take them into close the door behind you and then open the curtains no, or, no, vice, no. or vice versa but with the grand it literally is door curtain yes yeah also that door takes so long to close which makes you worse but then also it goes like yeah it's really buttery like it doesn't just you can't just like pull it close if you're like oh you know it doesn't do it but it was so bad and it's the moments that really made me be like wow what have i done this job was so good <laughs> first night as well the part two though because i have so many other stories and it's I have a story about the ground. Go for it. Um, so basically, obviously, renovated theatre, Brill. We we hadn't worked there before. So basically, our opening night, apart from like one tiny time where we were taken in to have a mini tour, our opening night, we were like learning the building, right? Learning the little nooks and crannies. And the grand circle, ma'am, those stairs are a death trap. They are so steep. It's ridiculous. And like not steep as in like you have to launch yourself up them to get up. I'm not talking like that. It's just like the actual but like vertical degree like forty five degrees. I don't think that's what you mean. I think you need I think you mean ninety. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's like horrendous. And it is so dark. Like Lame is is a dark show. The lighting is dark. So it's really hard to see. The grand circle, it's impossible. The amount of times any front of house member has fallen up or down those stairs is ridiculous. I have done that. I have done it so many more more times going up. And one time I genuinely thought I'd broken my wrist for a step. I was like sat on the usher's seat, like, ah, I can't feel my arm. <laughs> like it was like numb. I was <laughs> like, oh 
god I can't do my job what am I gonna do luckily I'm literally sat in doing nothing at least I'm not carrying an ice cream tray also like in the ground so you'd have to like run up it was so funny because at the end of the show everyone was so desperate to go home because it's so late we're all so tired they would all like they'd, they'd dismiss breathing and the only time I'd ever seen adults behave like children <laughs> we ran up three flights like, to the grand but I sprinted up the stairs but the, the boys but the boys changing rooms in the bar so they got up the two main flights of stairs and went round like up like three steps and they were in the bar they changed it was tiny we, they changed in the bar but you know ours were in the grand toilets so we had the two main flights of stairs and then you get into the auditorium and you have to go up these steep stairs and lucy our friend full-on plank, planked it what's not you i don't know whatever stacked it stacked it <laughs> up those stairs once and she just sat there like oh <laughs> it was so funny it was so good um how are we for time because i still can't tell what we're doing i'm gonna say we should wrap up Oh, I, have I know it's really sad. I've got so many stories, but I feel like a part two is definitely necessary. May, I'm so excited. Um, also, I like, sorry, carry I on. I was going to say I didn't even get to the second half of my receipt, but I've got them written on because that's what I do at work. <laughs> I'm joking. I love retail. I do actually. To be fair, I like the people interaction. Just sometimes it's not very busy. No. Anywho, let's carry, let's finish up. So thank you for watching, everyone. Hope you enjoyed or list even listen. Most of you probably listening. Most of you probably listening. Hello. I'm going to whisper in your ear. <laughs> you? No, actually don't. No, I was joking. Don't do it. Keep well. No joking. Stop it. I'm never listening to this episode it's ever. I've um, already spoke about the second job yet we had about front of house or the other show I did front of house. Oh my god, you've worked three shows and I've worked two, and I mean, Jesus, what are we doing? One of them was in COVID as well. We got all the stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, let us know. Let you know what? Know. We have our Facebook page. So, tweet us. Facebook message us because there is a little button you can just boop and message us. DM us on Instagram, like we don't care. I, I say we. I run the Instagram and the Twitter and the Facebook. Although you're an admin on Facebook now. I am. I also but, have the Instagram and the Twitter, but I don't tend to use them. You just aren't logged in. I don't, I'm Look, not going to Instagram to change the password because you forgot it. I know it. I told you it. You'd haven't. I did. I oh no, I didn't. You changed. <laughs> You like, I'm going to tell you in the first video we do back and I was like brilliant and you just never said it I'll tell you in a minute um, so yes feel free to tweet us Instagram DM us message us on Facebook like anything you want to see if you want to just tell us how great we are we're down for that too um, <laughs> uh, and bills. We'll, we will be here every week for more episodes so oh and tell us any ideas anything you want to see that's the other thing I meant I Let's didn't mean to say back season 2 and if you're new Welcome to the club. Oh, you people. Um, How exciting. I've enjoyed this video. What about you? I want to do a, I just want to talk for like three hours. We honestly could. <laughs> anyway. Is, we'll send up FaceTiming after this and discuss more. So, yeah. Anyway, so, we'll see you later. Au revoir. Bye. Bye. Bye.